Welcome to the Managed Tools Podcast. Today's topic, the MySpace cast, part one of two. Hi everyone, this is Mike. Welcome back to Manager Tools. If you're one of our younger listeners, members, or premium subscribers with less than, say, five years in the workforce, chances are that you have a MySpace or Facebook page. You stay in touch with friends, let people know what you're doing, share photos, really just put yourself out there. And you may have trouble too. Or you're a manager with one of those people working for you. And you may have trouble too. Today, we're going to learn how to get out of this trouble. Here we go. So speaking of of, of MySpace, um, yeah, didn't didn't you say that that Kate has a MySpace page or Facebook or one of those two? Um, yeah, I, I think I, I want to say it's Facebook because it started while she was at Tulane, and and um, uh, I think face you know Facebook is more college. It started out college, um, but I don't I don't mind it a bit at all now. <laughs> no, I, oh, well, then I then I, I I take it based upon some of the. Our, our previous conversations that you've given her some guidance. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> previous conversations. Well said. Um, yeah. I gave her some feedback. I, I, I peeked over her shoulder and, you know, I'm thinking about her moving on to the professional phase of her life. Um, and it immediately hit me that it was just like so many other Facebook pages with pictures and friends and everything and a dark background and so on. And I think there was a part that was white writing on black or something. And I just thought I, I had the response after all my years of, of seeing people professionally. Um, she's my daughter. I know that. Um, but, but she's in a very um, high visibility part of her life doing interviewing and so on. Um, and so I, you know, this was several months ago. I said, you know, gosh, uh, um, let me let me talk to you about that. And I showed her a Wall Street Journal article uh, about recruiters looking at them. And um, yeah, I, right. I, I told her about it. And now it's great. Yeah. Unless folks uh, think that we're, you know, anti Facebook or anti MySpace, et cetera. Yeah, well, no, we, we've yeah. got to admit here, we like the concept of. Yeah. Uh, of them. And we think that, you know, MySpace and Facebook and Friendster and all the rest of them are great in a lot of ways. And we're going to mention at least a yeah. couple of the benefits here in this cast. And unfortunately, there are so many ways that they can be negative rather than positive in this, in, you know, in your career. Right. We're going to have to cover those as well. Yeah. Hey, let me, let me ask you something real quick. We're going to talk about professional. You, you alluded to the fact that we're going to talk about positives. We're also going to talk about professional sites. Um, LinkedIn comes to mind. Right. Do you remember... Uh, a year or so ago, maybe two, I, I don't remember how long ago it was. Maybe it was just six months ago. Me, no, it's been longer than that. Saying something around the the likes of, yeah, I'm, I'm not a big fan of LinkedIn. And that was because at the time I was approaching my work with Control-Shift-K and so on. And, you know, I used Outlook um, uh, to to 
control my contacts kind of thing. And, and, um, I didn't, I predicted it wouldn't be terribly successful, although I'm not a good predictor of trends. We, we know that. Um, did you, did you see it as being as big as it is now on the professional side? Cause it's clearly the, the 900 pound gorilla on the professional side. Did you, did you see that coming? I did not, but now I have a completely different take on it than I did before. Um, I, yeah, I, I thought it would get, um, I thought it'd get much bigger and I am not surprised about how, how big it's gotten. Although to, to some extent, I, I don't think it's really realized its true potential. I mean, I see a, oh. a lot of activity, but the question, I don't, you know, I don't talk to a lot of people that have gotten a lot of value out of it. They, they get the promise of value in the future, but they're and, not realizing that And they, get, and they get some organizational value too, right? I mean, I mean, think of it this way. If they're not doing anything, or they're not keeping their contacts anywhere other than in their cell phone. Then the fact that they have a richer base of information about their contacts that the or, and the organizational nature, they know where they all are. That's a good thing. I mean, yeah. it's a first step anyway. Yeah, yeah. I, I, but you're, I but you're saying there's something else. There's a promise of more that, that people there, buy into. Yeah, I think there's a promise of more. The, the whole social network and being able to to tap into the the creative intelligence of that of that network. And right. I don't think folks have figured that out. So, so I, I agree with you. And, and for me, frankly, that has been its greatest values. It's allowed me to reestablish contacts with folks I've known in the past who I've lost contact with. They saw me on LinkedIn or they saw me on Facebook or they saw me wherever and they linked me in. And so now, now I have, I have their contact information and I'm more likely to, to, to have a real relationship with them, which means talk yeah. on the phone, meet for lunch, et cetera. Yeah, you, yeah you've told me a couple of times about former associates that I maybe mean, said, yeah, the guy contacted me on LinkedIn. He sent me a message or what have you. Yeah. And, and yeah. I, yeah. And I don't want to make the, it's clearly this cast is not about LinkedIn, but I, I just, I realized, you know, we hadn't really formally talked about that, about the growth of it and the change of it and so on. Um, so that's good. That's good. Um, you know, you, you mentioned, you mentioned the the negatives, and we are going to talk about the positives of social networking sites. But I do worry um, when we talk about stuff like this because I think there are a lot of people in the world that latch on to things that are new, um, and I worry that sometimes I, I personally sound a little curmudgeonly about certain things, like you know, be careful. Um, yeah, right, you're, you're you're the John Dvorak of of, of uh, oh my, management. No, please don't, <laughs> please don't say no. You know what? I when I think about that, I have to tell you, I think. Part of that is because people's definition of management is what is current, is what is popular. Um, and and I just disagree with that. We, You and I agree that management is something other than what people think it is. And and if you can't agree on the common term, then fundamentally it's, it's different. And so when people behave based on their definition of management, and it makes sense to them that they're doing this thing that they're doing, and we have a completely different view to us. The paradigm we look at management through makes what they're doing look crazy or wrong or what have you. Right. Um, so, so yeah, I, I, I strive to do better at that. Um, let me at least say that I have good intentions. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I think I speak for both of us here where despite all the enjoyment folks get out of them, professionally speaking, there are some pitfalls and we're willing to be a little forceful if it, you know, Look, if, if we have to be forceful to get to help one person avoid a serious, I mean, a serious mistake regarding how they're perceived professionally, then we're going to do that. You're, you're totally right. Um, we have read, we have heard personally the stories 
um, recruiters seeing things on people's MySpace and Facebook and Friendster pages that raise questions. Um, and frankly, it doesn't, it doesn't matter how old you are. We know this is a more prevalent among younger folks, let's say under the age of 25, but, but we, we're not biased against youth at all. Um, um, but the fact is, as hard as transition processes are, no matter your age, you don't need a controllable, that's the key here, a controllable negative hurting your chances. There are going to be some uncontrollable negatives. If you got a 2.0 GPA, if you, if you loaf through college, that's an uncontrollable negative. It's done. You can't do anything about it. Your MySpace or friend, friend or MySpace or Facebook page or Friendster page is controllable. So. Right. Hey, you were telling me the other day about one of the one user of the one of the bigger sites. Why don't you share that a little bit? Yeah, yeah. He he basically said, um, this this younger person. He said, "Look, Mark, I I hear what you're saying." And he's a smart guy intellectually. He. He got my approach, um, but he said, look, demographics are in our favor. And he's talking about younger folks, folks who the conversation had morphed into a discussion about younger people. And I really hadn't intended that. And I said, uh, um, demographics, he said, demographics are in our favor, dude. He said, we'll always have jobs. Um, uh, um, you know, the, 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 um, the baby boomers are retiring and there's a gap. And we think we're going to get sucked up into the uh, op- into opportunities. There are going to be more opportunities. Um, the economy is going to be um, strong enough, even if it's weak at times, to give us the opportunities we want. We'll always have jobs. We can afford to be ourselves. Um, we don't have to say there are limited opportunities, and so it's really dog eat dog. And so, therefore, if somebody doesn't like us or our MySpace or Facebook page, that's fine. There are plenty of other opportunities, and somebody will hire me. Yeah, it's pretty gutsy. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it's interesting. That's kind of what I thought, although I don't think I could have convinced him that that was pretty gutsy because his paradigm, not wrong, just different, is different than ours, right? Um, I, I normally would have tried to convince him, but I didn't hear. It just seemed like I wasn't going to be persuasive because, again, we've got that different paradigm thing going on. Um, and people's paradigms are people's paradigms. Um and, and the argument that I wanted to use, um, the competition at the top of the market, right, that for the really great jobs, for the really great careers, for the really narrow, interesting things, there's always a thousand times more people wanting that opportunity. Whether you look at pro sports, for instance, every 10-year-old wants to be a, you know, a professional football player in Europe or a baseball or football or basketball player in America. And yet right. the story, of course, is. I'm sorry, unless you're the best kid in your state, um, the, the, the only one, the number one, you're probably not going to get there. Right. Um, right. That, the me- that the market, measurement of success is, is, is not having a job, right? Yes, exactly. Right. <laughs> right. And so, and, and, and the competition at the top of the market is such that you, you, um, they can be discerning and they are going to look at things like MySpace and Facebook pages. So good. Okay, yeah. so so let's try to be persuasive with this cast. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah, yeah. So, I wasn't persuasive with this kid, but we need to be doing now. No, I, we, now we, we need to be persuasive. <laughs> I, I, I know it's it's a it's a it's a high hurdle to overcome, but let's try. Yeah, we'll do our best, right? <laughs> so what's what's our outline on this one? Okay, good. Yeah, we, we've got two major topics today: uh, personal guidance and managerial guidance, and then we've got some subheadings under each. So, personal guidance we're gonna we're gonna cover first. We've got four subheadings: uh, clean it up. Um, B is, A is clean it up. B is there's a lot to like. C is there are more professional options. 
Uh, and D, a recruiter may mention it. That's an interesting one. I've heard enough anecdotal evidence. I want to share some thoughts about that. And then a managerial guidance. And the reason we make the distinction is because anyone who's listening right now can have a Facebook or MySpace page. Fine. We want to help you understand how that could, how your, your social networking habits could affect your career. On the other hand, you also have a role as a manager. Um, what if your people have a Facebook or MySpace page? If, if you're a manager, the personal guidance still applies to you. But now if you're a manager, we also have some guidance about how you might interact with your directs pages or a candidate's pages if you're, interviews, if you're interviewing. And so there are um, two uh, subheadings under managerial guidance, which is A, and this will surprise some people, it's more than okay to look at someone's page, social networking page, and B, it's also okay to draw conclusions. Okay. So, so let's, let's just dive right into the personal guidance. And, the, and your first point was clean it up. What do you mean by yeah. that? Yeah. It, look, in one way, I think if we were talking, if the purpose of this cast was just to describe or to characterize or to provide an overview of social networking, it would make more sense to start with, Hey, there's a lot to like. You know, there, there is, um, but, but look, as I thought about it, I realized, you know, you and I have talked about this many, many times in the last year or so, um, the core reason for this cast based on what we see, the behaviors that exist on these sites and, um, um, and the, the, the feedback, the anecdotal evidence we get is to urge caution relative to social networking. Despite the benefits of social networking, for most managers, this is our opinion, and most professionals, the common usage, common usage, if you use the sites the way everybody else uses them, um, that common usage can be and often is dangerous to a career. Um, I would not be surprised right now, dude, if over a thousand of our listeners have information or images or ideas on their pages that would result in some amount and perhaps even significant damage to their careers. Yeah. I, I don't doubt that at all. And I think in at least it's because that at least in part, um, because folks see their MySpace pages or sort of social network as separate from their work. Yeah. E you know, even if yeah. in fact they, they celebrate their work, there is a lack of attention to the possible effects that these sites have on one's work life. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'll, I'll tell you, um, uh, we had a conference recently and um, Kate mentioned that one of the people's Facebook page or MySpace page had pictures that I needed to see and she didn't even want to characterize them. And so I went and looked and there were pictures of this guy drunk. And we'll talk more about that later. Um, and I said, hey, I just told him, I said, hey, dude, did, I don't know if you know this, but, you know, maybe you don't know it, but I assume you do. <clears throat> and I saw it and I immediately drew a conclusion. And and his comment was, he, he was very great about it. He said, yeah, I got to clean that up. You're right. But it was very clear based on our brief conversation about it that he saw this thing as separate to your point. And he just, he just, um, it's just, it's just somehow it's, it's separate. It, it's, it's intellectually Please, this is going to sound terrible. This is maybe the, the dark mark, but it's intellectually indefensible to see it as separate at this point. But that said, for those of you who think it's separate, it's not. But it's not fair, though, because, I mean, the, 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 my, your MySpace page is private. I mean, that's what people tell us. <laughs> Are you disagreeing with me? Yeah. I, I, 
I'm so sorry. Can I politely disagree, please, sir? As would, as you, would you tolerate some disagreement? I know you're the boss, I and I hurt my feelings. Yeah, I know. I don't. I don't want to hurt your feelings. But look, part of the reason we recommend to clean it up is this single premise, folks. It's not private. Uh, I can't tell you the number of smart people going. You know, take it a step further. Many of them younger, but some not. Um, who have told me it's private or it's just meant for my friends or I don't tell people at work about it. <laughs> yeah, so, so maybe maybe if you, you put up a, a public page and you invite people to look at it and it's it's LinkedIn and it's it's in RSS feeds and it's, on yeah, and it's on desi- and on. It's designed for other people to see it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe, maybe that's not private. <laughs> I mean, the, the statement that is private just makes absolutely no sense to me yeah. whatsoever. And I actually think that people know it's not private, but that's their first defense um, to the issue of maybe you've got something on there that's um, that's objectionable or could be objectionable. And look, I don't have any problem to somebody. Let, let's agree on something here. And maybe you disagree with me. I don't know. You tell me. Um, I don't have any problem who has stuff that might be objectionable. I'm not going to say damaging, but objectionable or questionable in terms of a career approach. And and the analogy that I make for this is people don't dress on Saturday morning after they've had a few beers with friends or gone out dancing or had a good time on Friday night. They have a normal job. They, they go out and have a good time on Friday night. God bless you. That's wonderful. They don't dress on Saturday morning, waking up at nine or 10 in the morning, they don't dress that Saturday morning the way they would dress going to work Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. They don't. Okay. That's, and the reason why is because people inherently understand there are different standards that apply to the workplace because you give up some of your individuality to be in a workplace that allows you to be part of a larger group that can get more done as a group than any of the individuals can get done individually. Um, that's the nature of society. Um, it's part of social graces. That's why some companies have very strict dress codes because they attract a certain type of customer and those customers expect people to be dressing a certain way. You may disagree with that. that. That's fine. But most people tend to dress differently. Some don't, but most do. That said, um, the moment you start saying it's private about a space that uh, about a page that anyone can view, you're essentially saying, I don't like the fact that there's a different dress code for public things as opposed to private things. And here's what I would say. Um, if you, it's totally okay to leave your MySpace page or your Facebook page the way you want it. It's totally fine. It's, it, it is, it is, um, unreasonable of you. And, and that, that's probably too strong a word, but it's unreasonable of you to leave it that way to understand the consequences and then to have the consequences visited upon you and for you to be upset about it. Right. That, that, that to me is the thing. So here's the bottom line about what we mean on cleaning it up. Um, we recommend seeing your personal page on a social networking site as the equivalent of a digital resume. It's available to anyone at any time. You should apply the same professional standards to your social networking page as you do to your resume within the understanding that it is a social page and there can be fun things on it, but there should be professional standards applied to your page. Because uh, those folks who are looking at your resume are likely to see your MySpace page. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, I Look, I know what we're recommending can take a lot of the fun out of it. We respect that. 
and and we're sorry that one of the unintended outcomes of the tone of the sites themselves being so casual and culturally hip and cool is that our recommendation will make you not fit in on Facebook and MySpace. Um, although you can, it will be let you'll probably perceived as less cool. Um, we, but we still, we believe cleaning up your page is necessary because at least professionally, the benefits of using the sites to be seen by your friends, good reason is outweighed professionally by the potential damage to your career of a site that in any way calls into question your judgment, your standards, your opinions. It's not private. It's fundamental purpose is public. And everything you say, everything you show, everything you share on these sites is fair game for someone to draw conclusions about you. If you if you privately in your home do things that are perhaps antisocial, that's fine. If you do them in the public square, people are going to draw conclusions, those people in the public square with you. They call these things social networking sites for a reason. I mean, the, the whole point of them is to help others draw conclusions about <laughs> yeah, us, good, right? Good, I mean, yeah. that's the, what we're doing is we're advertising us, the, yeah. the, the brand called me. <laughs> good. But I do know that some people are going to say, well, you can't see my page unless you're my friend. What they're going to say is my way of cleaning it up is to privatize it. Yeah, I think it's fair enough. Um, and two, two thoughts on that. Um, first, there's a stigma associated with that. If someone comes across your page and it's private, whether they just met you or they know your best friend well and they've gotten, they've gotten pinged about your, spa, your page or whatever, they're going to assume this is what we're told and this is what I've seen in my experience and I've asked younger people who are on the sites about it. They're going to assume you have something to hide. We're sorry to say it, but that's what people tell us. Yeah, repeatedly. Yeah. So to put something up on a public, again, public, social, social networking, networking <laughs> site, and then to make it private seems to fly in the face of the underlying intent of the site. We're not saying not to do it, but we want you to know there's a stigma associated with that. Further, we know that recruiters and managers tell us, and look, folks, don't shoot the messenger here. No, well, if you're going to shoot the messenger, shoot that messenger. Not yeah, that, messenger. I mean, that would be me. I'll, I'll, I'll take, yeah, <laughs> shoot me. Um, the, the hero is the one. That, what's the difference between a pioneer and a settler? The pioneers are the ones with the arrows in their back. Right. Um, yeah, managers tell us, recruiters tell us, they assume the negative in those cases where the space is private. It, it's not a big negative, maybe, depending upon the situation, but it's a negative. Right. Okay, so you said you had two points. That was the yeah. first, and the second one is what? Yeah, Here's, this, is, this is my favorite one. This is so classic. Okay, you've got a private page. What if your boss asks to become your friend, to friend you <laughs> on the page? What if you have a page, you've got a job, your boss suddenly decides he needs to be cooler than he was before, and he wants to, quote, get to know you. <laughs> hey, yeah, look at, look at there's the, the baby boomers are retiring. Yeah. There's plenty of jobs out there. Getting there's always hip. another job. Get, so I cool, guess I say man. no. I'm cool. I'm cool. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and if you have kids, you know what, what the response is to anyone who's that much younger than you that suddenly wants you to say you want to be cool to your kids. They it's the, the most enormous eye roll on the planet. But anyway, suppose you've got your page, you've got it privatized, you've got a boss and your boss suddenly decides he wants to hang out with you. <laughs> Just, I'm sorry. I can't stop laughing. And he sets up his own page. 
of course, now he's now he's acting as if he can write code, right? Right. Um, and then he wants to be your friend. Wow. You know. Yeah, yeah and, and and really, you're going to let her see you drunk, even at Mardi Gras. I mean, yeah, you're, right. you're going to let him see a picture of you and your ten best friends and that whole world glassy-eyed with beers in your hands look. <laughs> I, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. In, in a way, this isn't fair because you know what, your boss did it too. Your boss got drunk at Mardi Gras, hung out with friends. But you know what? There's a difference. I alluded to this before. There's a difference between doing it and publicizing it. So say that again. There's a difference between doing it and then publicizing it. Uh, and there's a big difference today. No offense. It's a great, the world's a much better place than it was um, 30 or 40 years ago. Um, but there's a big difference today between digital cameras the size of a credit card and carrying around a 35 millimeter uh, single lens reflex 30 years ago. Oh, folks, your boss did all the stuff you do that is objectionable. He's just glad it was before the digital, re digital revolution. And we'll talk more about bosses later. The, the, the key point here is that you have a choice as to what you put on your MySpace page. Yep. So you have a choice. So we're suggesting simply just clean it up. Yep. Go through your page, assume your boss, your boss's boss, and every recruiter and the HR manager from your most favorite company that you'd ever want to go to work for in the whole world is going to see everything on your page. And they will. Assu yeah, they will. Assume it's a professional document, not a personal one, and it's certainly not a private one, and then just clean it up. If you don't want to, as we alluded to before, that's okay. Just respect the fact that you do so today at your own professional peril. Good. Okay. So, so we made it seem like we we think nothing but but negative about no, no. myspace so, so there's a lot to like so there is what is there what, what's there to yeah. like about it and you and we've talked about this before a, a good page with details about you and your skills or job or interest or family or your location um may very well get you a call from a recruiter and we're, again we'll talk about that later too there are many folks who love learning about your life without having to exchange emails with you or phone calls with you. I mean, that sounds bad <laughs> the way I say that. They don't want to talk to you, but they want to know about you. Um, but what I mean is not that they don't want to talk to you, but rather it's easier for you and for them to update many without requiring multiple email replies. Um, you can associate yourself with groups you feel strongly about. Um, I can't imagine that... Um, the net roots uh, uh, thing that's happened in the U.S. and politics in the last year or so hasn't benefited from Facebook and MySpace in terms of links to. Uh, I, I I know that um, uh, it's they're raising a great deal of money um, through through these connections, and I think that's a great thing to be able to uh, benefit causes that you feel strongly about. That's one of the great things about living in a free society. Um, um, social networking sites make it much easier to learn at least a little bit about new friends and extend your network of friends and friends of friends, so to speak. Look, we know that there are, there are more social sites than Facebook. I think I think Facebook is biggest internationally. Uh, maybe not. I don't know. Maybe not yet. But the plan. The, I think the the trend is that way. Um, and and, and um, uh, MySpace. I think it's much bigger in the United States. I think it still is. I, I don't know. Uh, I think I think the two of them together make up like 90% of the U.S. market. I know Orcut is very big in South America. Um, several people from down there have referred me to their sites. Um, 
but but these are primarily social sites as opposed to professional sites. Um, when it comes to professional sites, um, the three that come to mind are LinkedIn uh, and Plaxo in the U.S. and Zing, and it's spelled X-I-N-G in Europe. Uh, I don't think there's any question that LinkedIn is by far the biggest site that markets itself extensively and almost exclusively towards professionals. Um, it is the only professional site that is, I think, in the top 10 in the U.S. I don't think any of the others, Plaxo or Zing, are, are even close. Although Zing, I know, is is uh, is becoming the standard, or I, I think is becoming the standard in Europe. And, and we assume we don't have to say it, but just to be clear, you know, all the same rules apply to LinkedIn and other professional sites, um, as we talked about with MySpace and right all those kinds of things. It's a digital resume. You know, clean it up. Right. Yeah. If you think of the resume as coming from the previous um, um, CV, you know, and, and letters of reference and so on, that's all it is. It's a digital representation of your life. Uh, it tends to be more personal, more social um, than professional, but it's still out there in the public space, in the public uh, square. So it's easier to assume so, uh, that that uh, that people are going to stay professional on the professional sites simply because the entire approach of the sites is different. Um, and, and let me take this opportunity. I don't, I don't know that we we actually have talked about it, but we do recommend LinkedIn, right? I mean, we, we agree. We, we both have pages there. It's benefited us. Um, I, I still struggle a little bit with, with connecting it to my way of our recommended way. Uh, and we do eat our own dog food here, folks. So we manage our contacts the way we recommend you do so. Um, and uh, uh, sometimes I struggle a little bit with having a second system, uh, LinkedIn. That's not saying five years, LinkedIn won't be my system. I, I honestly don't know. Um, uh, but but uh, we do recommend it. Uh, and we recommend Zing in Europe. Um, several people uh, from our European efforts have asked us to become uh, connected okay, so, to them. So, so, let me, so let me interject here. And let me ask you the question I was going to get to later. Okay. I'm going I'm okay. to do it now. Okay. You talked about using these sites to use, you know, eating our own dog food. Right. And when you and I talk about building one's network, we talk about building it in as broad and, and as deep as possible, indiscriminately building your network. Yeah. So, right. so, so let's, so let's go back to, to, to Facebook and people come to my Facebook page and they make a judgment about me as a result of what they see. And, and in Facebook, what people see on my page is to some degree decided by the people in my network. And so if I indiscriminately build my network, am I doing myself a disservice? So for example, well, I have a, a relative, I, I'm sure s several people will go out to my, face, my Facebook page and try to figure out who I'm talking about. But I have somebody who is probably a very distant relative of mine who is a friend of mine right. from early on, saw my name and said, hey, be my friend. So I, I accepted it. Now, right. this particular person has a lot of photos. And in general, generally, all the photos are him. He's younger. He's in his, looks like he's his mid-20s, early 30, maybe. Right. Um, and they're just, invariably, they're him and some very attractive women. Okay. Okay. Now, what do people, this person also has happens to have the same last name as me. So, so do, do I suffer by, by having... Pictures associated with me that I don't necessarily think are terribly attractive um, on my Facebook page or, okay. or or accessible through my Facebook page. Right. Okay. Never having set up a page myself, 
Um, let me make sure I understand. You're saying these pictures are on your page? It's easy to go from my page to his page and see those photos. Ah, yeah. Um, okay. Uh, I, you know, that's a great question because it gets to, you know, you think about it in politics, the whole issue of, you know, let's not only examine the candidate, um, let's examine all the candidates, family and friends and distant friends and right. people he or she may have run into. Do you judge me based um, upon the company I keep? Yeah, exactly. And, 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 and look, let's be clear. I, I think that's, uh, I think people can rail against it, but the history of human interaction since a hundred thousand years ago is that you will be judged by the company you keep period. Um, so, so I, I guess I would, I would defer a little bit to have a little bit more understanding of how I might be able to control that. Uh, it may very well be that if you allow a person to be your friend, then they can, in fact, do that. I, I would say that it may be a place where digital networking, social networking sites are, are helping us evolve the rules by which we interact with one another in the public square. And so, therefore, I would say my first take is, and this is something I want to think about and maybe blog on later, but, but I, my first take is this. Um, I am not going to um, judge you unfairly based on connections to other people, um, particularly, in fact, you, you, you suggest that the last name the same is bad. Actually, I think I disagree. I think that gives you a pass a little bit because you don't say no to a family member. Right. Um, right. Um, you know, clearly there could be familial ramifications of, of saying no to, you know, your brother's son or, you know, your nephew or something like that. Um, uh, so so I do still believe in building the network indiscriminately. Um, I also think that probably there are some distinctions between network and friends. Um, uh, and, and this is one of the places where um, I, I think – our recommended approach of maintaining your contacts privately and then being um, being somewhat more discriminating since your network can become completely visible slash transparent through the friends concept. I think some some care is to be is warranted. I, I think if um, um, I think if you discover that let's say a, a personal friend of yours that you're totally okay with their page, their page is, is good to go. And then suddenly their page starts changing. You could say to them, Hey, look, I, I'd love to remain your friend in the old fashioned sense of the word, but with modern technology, the way it is, your page is no longer safe for me. Um, and so I'm uncomfortable right now. So I'm, I'm not making you not my friend because of we, I don't want to be friends with you. I'm making you not my friend because I can't have stuff like this on my page. Now, that presupposes a connection, a willingness. Um, and I think there are people in, in the digital space who are indiscriminately trying to get friends um, that are, um, they're, just, they're just building up their numbers. Yeah. Um, and, 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 and so, and to your point, that may be well understood, right? There are f folks who are familiar with the space may be willing to give, give you quite quite a bit of some of, leeway of leeway there given that um part of the the game so to speak is to get as many contacts as possible yeah and, and that and and that that implies that there's not as much uh discrimination going on in terms of selection uh, right yeah. right okay yeah good i don't know that w that was a, a broad answer i probably could have been more incisive um I'm glad you brought it up though I yeah think and, it's, I, and uh, i could have told you about it before the show to give you no some that's okay no that's good good okay so it's a live show 
that's it everyone i'm sure i'm sure we're going to have comments and discussions on the discussion forum so feel free to join us there www.managertools.com forward slash forums and we'll conclude this one next week until then so long